what's going on? It is Monday, December 7th, and man, it has been a heck of a month. Holiday season is moving real quick here. Uh, this week, we got a jump into a little bit of reframing, uh, which we are shaping how we think about things, and we're going to really dive into uh, how COVID is kind of making this effect on high school baseball and the right moves for you, taking it into the prospect camp area. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Happy holidays. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of Flashcards. Boys, how are we doing? I want to know how QB's doing because, QB, you have been crushing the Fire Academy, and we talked off the air earlier about the things that you are learning and doing, and it sounds very interesting and very challenging. So, QB, how are you doing out there in Hawaii? I want to know more about this. Yeah, man. Hey, hey everyone. Um, it's, a, it's a grind. Let's put it that way. Uh, the daily, it's, um, it's pretty much putting in a seven day grind. Um, a lot of studying, lots of reading. We're at this, um, training center for, from about six o'clock to about four o'clock every day. Uh, get home. I take a quick nap every day, refresh, study, do it all again the next day. Um, weekends, uh, dedicated to pretty much studying also. But man, it's, uh, it's an incredible journey so far. It's definitely something that is, there's a lot of useful information and I'm very glad that I'm in the program and learning it. Thank you, it's, it's very interesting because just from what you're hearing, and I know we talk a lot about this with our athletes and in our leadership academy and some of the things that we do with teams is if you really want something bad enough, you're gonna do what it takes to get it. And for you, six to four, that's, 10 hours a day and you mentioned you're getting up to 445 making breakfast and then leaving to go there to grind and it doesn't end there you have to go home and study well a lot of these athletes and coaches right now are in the same grind they go to school then they maybe they're on a zoom call for hours on end and they feel like a zombie and then they have to go get their work in at the field or their lessons and still push for their dreams so a lot of correlations between the real life and baseball and sports I think that's the beauty of what we get to do here with MLU and just in general in the sporting community. What do you think, Ray? No, I, I agree, and, and I couldn't imagine being back in school again right now for myself. Uh, you're back there grinding out tests, and I'm sure this is a little bit more interesting than our Music 101 class was uh, back in Nevada. But um, no, I, I'm proud of you, man. I, we're excited to be catching up on this every week. I, I almost decided to throw in uh, Fireman by Lil Wayne when you popped in last time. I might have to do it this time. So, um, along with this COVID stuff, uh, we're back in it, and, and it's just, it is what it is. We're not going to really get into the politics of it at all. But, um, by what do you got? California is is in this weird limbo. We're about to go into potential uh, lockdown or stay at home or, or whatever. More so, more importantly, the seasons for the most part across the country in high school ball are being pushed back to about April, mid-April. What do you got for these kids? How do you think the best way to go about staying ready is this for these guys? It's a great question, Ray. And the number one thing, I mean, think about this a lot, man, especially here in the news of the 3C2A in California, the one of the best Division Two conferences in the nation getting canceled their seasons this spring, which is so heartbreaking for some of the programs that we actually get to work with and we're looking forward to going and watching and just being a part of who all these athletes that we built these relationships with and now it's done. And I think the biggest thing for the athletes and the parents and the families and the coaches out there is it's okay to be upset. 
It's okay to experience some anger. It's okay to experience some negative emotion towards this. It's okay to be mad with the situation and with some of the outcomes. And it's okay to be a little nervous that my season's pushed back to April and I might not have a scholarship yet. I know in New Mexico and in Colorado for sure, it's April 5th, I believe, is the start of tryouts. And they're, they're cramming in football, basketball, and baseball all in the spring. And the playoffs don't start till June 21st for baseball in New Mexico. That's ridiculous. So for a lot of these athletes, and I know a lot of them play multiple sports, it's okay to be a little upset about this, right? And it's okay to take a day to, to really like dwell on it and think about it and, and just um, write out some of your feelings about it. But I think the biggest advice is allow this time to experience this emotion, right? It's important for us to experience that emotion. And then let's push through it and continue to persevere. Um, life's about perseverance. It's about adversity and it's about how you handle that and respond to it rather than react with it. And for us in this world and in this community right now, there's a lot that we can be really reactive to and, and de defrown a tweet or, or yell at an Instagram post or get mad at a new article or a new politician out there. But um, at the end of the day, we have a breath, we have family, we have people that we love, we have an opportunity to still pursue our dream, which is a big blessing in itself. Um, so I highly recommend you keep working hard and you don't take your foot off the gas pedal, you actually put it on a little firmer now, and you realize that, look, this is how quickly your dream can be taken away within a snap of a finger. Literally, every day we have some sort of new news, so that'd be my biggest piece of advice. Experience your emotions during this time. It's okay to do that as a parent, as an athlete, um, but don't live in that emotion every single day for the next 25 days till Christmas, so... Um, that, that's probably my best advice you uh and this is coming from a guy who and he's he's not uh an angel or saint in in this aspect you know we all have frustrating days and even austin byler and who had told me you know hey i just it's been a tough day you know it's been frustrating this covid thing's frustrating me and um and what you did you just as soon as we locked into talking about major league university again guys smiling driving it getting the conversation going so um, it's just really how you think about it and, you know, good on you. Cause you, you are a man of your word in that aspect for sure. Well, um, Q, really, sorry, you, really. you've had those off seasons. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. I couldn't hear you. Your, your internet is so laggy. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, Ray, to finish that up. It's important to have people like you guys and people that we support and we can rely on and hold us accountable because, if I didn't have that call with you earlier today, if I didn't have this to look forward to later tonight, I, I, I would have still lived in those same emotions. I would have still been upset. I'm human too. So I'm um, having people like you and having good people you can rely on and talk to and just vent to and, and tell them the truth and be vulnerable. That's key too during this time. I couldn't agree more. So thanks for chatting. Um, Q, uh, you've had some off seasons in your pro career and uh, this is a very extended off season for some guys how do you stay ready physically during these times physically um you know just getting in the gym working out uh taking care of your body probably the biggest factor you can do physically um basically injuries are something that you know can cut your playing time a little short and uh you know that the, the the common theme is to stay healthy, stay on the field, stay, stay uh, take care of your body off the field. Uh, the more you lift, the more you got to do, uh, take care of your body, rehab, eat right, um, ice bath, roll it out. Like there's so many different ways you can uh, take care of your body. And when it's your profession, it is some, 
it's something you're going to do because if you really care about it, you really want to work at it, you want to be the best, you're, you're going to do the steps that you got to take. Um, but physically, getting in the gym, uh, definitely t- honing your skills. Some guys need to revamp their whole swing or the way they approach uh, the ball on defense. There's so many different um, aspects you can work on skill-wise. So just always uh, mastering the fundamentals, but also honing your own craft. Yeah, by uh, you're an eater. We're all eaters. Thanksgiving comes around. We we just start. You know, I my I get a bad bod for like the next five weeks. That's just the reality of it because I just shut down into winter hibernation. How did you come out of that uh, winter section, or, or or maybe did you even start before Christmas to get back on the gains train or? Oof. For, uh, well, so I, funny story that you mentioned that, Ray, I actually got my DNA report back. I took a DNA test, and so did my mom and my dad, and I got mine back, and mine told me that I am at high risk for overeating, so that was good to know. <laughs> so, really? It really was a shot in the in the heart, but I already kind of knew it. I just needed confirmation, but um, I have not gotten back on the good train, but it hasn't been a bad train, if that makes sense. I'm kind of floating in the middle. You know, I haven't had the sweets or the desserts or anything, but... I did have a Filiberto's burrito bowl of the day, which I guess there was less carbs, but it was still not bad. Um, But overall, I think just the biggest thing is uh, lock back in your focus. Um, It's okay to spend some time, too, to just debrief and detach and and get away, reset for a little bit. Um, But use that as some motivation time, you know, like just to really think about what you want and, and to clear your mind to refocus on it. So I think just with that piece, it's easy to fall into those bad habits. It's honestly easier to fall into a bad habit than a good habit. Um, but challenge yourself to get back on track. If you miss a day, hop back in. If you miss two days, push yourself to get back in there the next day in the gym, go for a walk, get a run in, maybe start working on that diet a little more. But when pops and, and grandma are making cookies, it's hard to resist. And I'll be honest, you, you can have one. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just yeah. to add on to that, um, you know, it's okay that you go off on a binge or you go off on, a, you know, off the rails a little bit. Uh, the key is just hopping back on. Uh, it's okay to have some breaks. It's okay to eat that cookie. It's okay to have, you know, a bigger plate at Thanksgiving. But with your goals in mind, you know, we've we got to get on track as soon as possible. But don't beat yourself up. Everyone's human. We're all going to we're all gonna make mistakes. Uh, we all want to enjoy ourselves, too. Um, but with our goal in mind, we get back to work. Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times, cause, and I'm the worst at this, where I'll go, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm just going to grind out a 5 a.m. run. You know, I'm going to get back on this train. And I got seven sessions in. I missed, you know, a Wednesday. And that's instead of coming back on Friday, I'm done. That's it. No more running. <laughs> no more. I mean, the problem is you pick running over weight training. That's why. <laughs> I, yeah, that is. That, I'm not a cardio guy. Um, and so a, we have a, we have a camp coming up. It's a big camp out in Phoenix. Uh, we're really excited for this. It's going to be December 19th and 20th. we got a bunch of coaches that have been basically clawing out our door to get out there. Um, we have been turning guys away almost at this point. So, um, awesome opportunity for a lot of kids, uh, to be seen. I'm going to ask QB right now with with the times and and things going on and and kids not being able to participate in games uh how do you see 
camps, uh, prospect camps particularly, uh, is it a good thing for guys to get out there and get seen? Absolutely. Uh, and it all comes back to what is your goal? What is your, what are your dreams? Do you want to play in college? Um, if it is, if it's a yes, then absolutely. Any opportunity you can get to get in front of college coaches, definitely take it. Uh, with, you know, with these difficult times, we just got to find a way to stay prepared. That's the only difference. Um, but it, it all comes back to exposure. The more colleges that see you, the more opportunities you might get to impress the coach. And it only takes one coach to really, really like you. And if they like you, boom, they can sign you. So, uh, but to stay prepared, we just got to get a little unconventional. Uh, I'm not sure how the lockdown is there, but uh, when we're locked down here in Hawaii, it was very difficult. Uh, it was actually right before the Arizona Fall Classic. And I had about four or five kids that were going up. So we're training for it, training for it. All of a sudden, boom, lockdown, month out. So it was hard to get their reps in. Uh, not everyone had a setup at home to, you know, hit into the net or they had a, they didn't have small cages in their backyard. But uh, I gave them a couple of things they could do, um, you know, take advantage of the mental side, visualize your at-bats, uh, you know, go back to some, some of the best pitching that you faced and kind of visualize, t take yourself through that, through that at bat, um, see what you do the same, see what you do differently and attack it that way. Uh, but there's no substitute for any reps. Here's financials, right? Everybody's having some financial issues. We're all, there's nobody that's not, um, by these, what would you say to a kid that's low on financials, may be able to get out to one camp? Is there a particular camp? Uh, like what style of camp are they looking for? I, obviously, the school camps are kind of shut down. Uh, do they? How do they factor that decision? How do they make that decision? The easy question is call us. That's right. <laughs> There's that's a great. Right. I, I knew you were setting up. me up. I knew you were setting me up for something, right? But, um, <laughs> uh, in, in all honesty, seriously, call us. Like, if if we don't, we're running one right, December nineteenth and twentieth. But if we decide to run another one pending COVID, we'll see. If not, all good. There are some that are a little highly priced. We've seen some in California, and there's some across the country that um, definitely seem a little too out of the budget, at least for what I'm looking for. But if, if you have a question about that, like just contact whatever event that it might be. Contact the vendor. Contact the people that are putting it on. And most people are usually pretty good about helping that. Um, some other ways you can get creative. Facebook, you can fundraise through Facebook, GoFundMe saying, hey, my son or my daughter really wants to get uh, recruited by these schools. Um, here, let's can you help us raise some money? And I guarantee you people will come out of the woodworks. We've raised almost $1,000 for Uganda. We're doing an awesome deal for Uganda, sending them out a bunch of bats, helmets, gear, baseballs, gloves, everything, clothes. And uh, we didn't realize shipping was going to be so much, um, over $1,000. And we've almost raised $1,000 within two days of just that, of generosity during a time like this where you think nobody has any money to give and you hate asking people for money or even making that a question. Huge, huge, huge. So I would look for that. And also I would look for the, the ones with the most schools that are confirmed that are going to be there live if there's an opportunity. Um, the online, it's give or take. You can say that six schools or 10 schools are going to be watching online, but they might not always be watching. We don't know that. If there's one where there's people that are live, present, and there, 
that is what I would recommend because you can ask them questions. What are you guys experiencing at your school? Is there any shutdowns going on? What are you going to do numbers-wise, rosters, and all these questions that I'm sure you have and we have too. That is a great opportunity to ask these coaches those questions um, and done in a safely manner. So um, if you do want to come out, please ask us. We have scholarships available and we have discounts available for your families. We know that the financial side is tough and a risk, and we do not want to turn anybody away who has an opportunity to play at the next level. So contact us too, and if we don't have our own, we'll put you in the uh, point of contact with the right people to help you and your son or child or daughter get seen. I, I had a vision the other day, and, and this is not what we're putting on this weekend. This weekend, it costs money normally. <laughs> so, uh, But this, uh, my vision was one day just having the opportunity to pay the college coaches to come out, uh, pay them a good amount, and put these things on for free so these guys can get out and get seen. Um, obviously, that's a long ways down the road. If you guys donate, uh, that would help us a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the kind of event we're trying to put on. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, let me, I'm going to bring something up. It happened the other day. Uh, my wife, it was when I hang my towels in my bathroom, I hang them, and I don't lay them completely cleanly flat. They're always crumpled. The bottom portion is always wet when I put it back on. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers her. But it's just not something that's ever set in my mind to correct, right? Now, she, it used to bother her a lot, but now she has reframed her thinking to allow her to fix it, and she enjoys doing it now, right? It's something that she enjoys doing to help me, us out. Okay, that was my my intro into reframing your brain around things. So, bye. Can you give us an explanation of reframing? I thought that was a pretty solid example, but you guys are clearly not in the same boat. <laughs> Ray, you have you have dominated this podcast so far, and I really hope to all the listeners and those who are going to be listening in the future that they understand that, that was hashtag beast mode on them. That was freaking awesome dude um, and that is hilarious i do the same things if i leave it crumpled um i think just reframing your thoughts if we talk about it in a in an athletic standpoint or business standpoint would be a lot of times when we go up to the plate where i work with an athlete today and i ask so what's your what are you experiencing on the field what, what's going on when you get up to the dish so when i walk up to the dish whether it's practice or a game i get really nervous i get really nervous well what's your biggest fear well i have a fear that i won't make the freshman team that's a valid fear. That's real, right? I mean, I had the fear that I wasn't going to make my team, and we've all had the fear that we weren't going to get drafted or go to college or all these other things that might happen. Get in the fire academy for QB. And uh, when we have those, it's actually a good thing that we're getting that fear because it's protecting us from us being vulnerable. It's protecting our, our minds or our bodies, and it's, it's that fear response system that's helping us. So if we looked at that thought and reframed it as, I fear not making my freshman team or my varsity squad this year or going to college. Well, what if we just thought about it as I'm going to work as hard as I can to make my dream a reality. I'm going to compete every single day and give myself the best chance. So at the end of the day, I at least left it all on the table. Now it's way easier said than done, but what you'll start to find is when we start to see our, our almost hiccups, shortcomings, shortfalls, whatever you want to call them, the things that hold us back, like our, our worst traits and qualities, when we see those as some positives, which is hard to do, but if we start to see those as positives, we start to experience so much more joy in our life. And the story I'll go off of Ray for this, and it'll be real brief, is 
I'm, I'm listening to this podcast and it's this awesome neuroscientist dude from Stanford who's just crushing it and all this crazy stuff. And he's working with a client, right? He says he has a hundred percent success rate. So he drew me in like a hundred percent success rate. What of anybody who actually does what he tells him to do? This guy doesn't miss. Done no misses, dude. I'm like, wow. So if I do everything you tell me, I'm going to be perfectly happy. No more depression. And after two hours, right? This is, he's not saying in like two years, two hours of a session. Not a one-hour session. He said specifically a two-hour session. So I'm listening. I'm like, you got me, right? Like, what is it? What's the secret sauce? Dude, I'm thinking like, oh, it's going to be juicy. You know, like the, the girls out there who watch Crime Junkie and all the other stuff. So for some of us who have girlfriends, wives, or friends, like we know that that's some things they do. So this this guy's talking about it. And this, this woman, she's had a, a daughter for nine years. She's a top-level CEO making hundreds of thousands of dollars. She's got all the cool material things in the world, but she's extremely depressed for nine years. And it all stemmed from when she allowed her daughter out of the house, not under her supervision. She didn't go out and watch her, but she let her roam when she was like three years old. And she got shot in the face with a pellet gun, right? Broke her orbital bone, um, some crazy damage in her face, and she was like scarred for the rest of her life. She might have even lost her eye. And her depression was a source of that moment, right? So think about this. So she was depressed because she allowed her daughter to go out. So now she is overprotective. And she doesn't want her daughter going anywhere, right? She's overprotective and like making sure that she's all over like mama bear, but she feels like she's a bad mother. And that's her thought. I'm a really bad mother. And the guy's talking through this and goes, well, what if you being a bad mother, is that true? She's like, no, I'm not a bad mother. She's like, well, you're thinking it. So obviously it's in your mind, but it's not true. So what is the source of that thought? Well, it's actually, you are so overprotective because you want to make sure that your daughter never gets hurt again. And that's actually a really good mother like somebody who's really caring and loving and kind. So he was t telling her and teaching her how to see that negative thought of I'm not a good mother as, wow, I'm actually overprotective because I am a really good mother and I want my daughter to be safe, sound and healthy. So I'm actually a really good mother. And like that, she's changed. Now, after the two hours, he didn't tell me what else they did, but I'm listening and I'm like, whoa, reframe your thoughts. Baseball, we get it all the time. So um, just another example to go off of that, Ray, of reframing that thought to more uh, impactful for you. I got to meet the Michael Jordan of, you know, reframing. Because that's awesome. I think it's David Burns. I believe it's David Burns. I could be wrong. Don't fact check me, but uh, I got to look at the podcast again. <laughs> yeah, if we could if we could get that out to our listeners, because that sounds awesome. Um. Q, can you give me an example of a time maybe that you've reframed something that has bothered you or something that you've had a tough time with and you've had to make it something that works for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first of all, the way I think of reframing is it's all a, it's just about perspectives. That's another way to say it. Um, how do you view a situation? How do you view yourself? How do you view uh, your thoughts? Because uh, there's always multiple sides to a single story or a single situation so you know you could either go up to the plate fearful or you can go up excited you can go up anxious there's so many different ways you can attack one situation um, but you know right now is a good example of reframing for me personally in the fire department I mean there's it's more about life and death more so than anything now um, you know, baseball, it's not life and death. If I strike out, I strike out. It's okay. But if I'm in the fire and I'm, you know, fighting alongside uh, the, my crew, then I'm not going to give up. I, it, there's no way I can give up. 
I can't say, oh, it's okay, you know, I'll just fight, I'll get him the next time. There's no, I have to reframe my mind to say, this is it. I have to, I have to get the job done. Otherwise, it could put someone's life at risk. Whether it's mine, whether it's my crew, whether it's the public, civilians. Um, but recently, we've been doing some tougher workouts. Um, one of the toughest workouts I've done so far in my entire life, I think was we had these uh, kind of these big tires, you know, those truck tires, uh, the ones that you can hit the sledgehammer on and whatnot, flip tires. So we have that on our, um, pretty much on the gravel on the street. And one partner pulls while the other one pushes. So taller guys, harder time, gotta get down a little bit lower. Um, the pushing side's nearly impossible to push. So it's, a lot of it has to come from the pulling guy. Um, but it's very easy to see who will give up first, who's gonna die out, um, you know, who's gonna who's gonna give up in general. But it all comes down to conserving energy um, and really just trying to get the job done. If you're if you have a flight of stairs that you got to go down, someone you know someone upstairs has a heart attack or is in a medical emergency, how are we gonna carry that person down? If it's, you know, there's, right now the world is kind of fighting that obesity. 300 pound, 400 pound grandma upstairs, you know, we can't drop her down the stairs. We gotta find a way to get her down. So a lot of it is reframing right now and it's kind of, it's, it's eye-opening for sure. But it's, um, you know, that's kind of the reframing I'm going through. That's some intense reframing, brother. I mean, Crazy. I'm I'm over here fighting the hey, it's four o'clock, it's time to get up. I love doing this, you know. You got fires to deal with, so that's that's awesome. Proud of you for doing that. Again, like I said, excited just to keep getting your story because it's you know I've had an uncle that's been through the academy and was a firefighter for a long time and uh, San Francisco actually. So obviously yours is a little different, but big city and and that's yeah, just crazy crazy deal so awesome um yeah i guess reframing is the simplest term and and dean wellms give us gave this to us the simplest reframing that everyone does is the have to or get to do i have to do this do i get to do this do i have to go to work do i get to provide for my family how are you going to reframe it and if you take this as the only thing you get from this podcast and you can start taking that into your everyday life uh, I think that simple act of reframing have to into I get to do something, uh, it's really going to change your life. So um, as far as events coming up, by I know we've talked a lot about the, the prospect camp. Do you want to hit on the youth camp real quick? Yeah, absolutely, Ray. And QB, that was powerful, dude. That had me just zoned in. That was very impressive, and it's awesome to see the growth that you're experiencing in that academy, dude. And I almost want to go through it just to learn what you guys are learning, you know, and like life or death, not just – Oh, I got out and I get in and out burger after this game. <laughs> so uh, youth camp will be coming up December 21st through 23rd. I know if you are listening from Arizona or from Southern California or even Southern Nevada, uh, we may even have somebody coming from Virginia, which would be incredible. Uh, we'll see about that. Maybe a long shot, but we'll see. It's December 21st, 23rd, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Victory Lanes Sports Complex. 
Um, we will be going there and going hard. We will have a special guest now, a star freshman, Rylan Zaborowski from Grand Canyon University. The dude is a stud and more than just the physical presence of the game. He's 6'6", freaking massive, and he will be a big leaguer one day. But he's the most incredible dude ever, and his own story is incredible about overcoming his own mental health challenges. So I highly recommend you type in his name if you could spell it and just look for his article on there about how he's uh, battled his own mental health and getting to college and all the obstacles that he's faced. So he'll be out there for us. Unbelievable guy. Um, we're looking to have a couple other athletes in high school working that. That is from ages 14 and under. And um, we'll go as young as eight. If they are younger than that, but competitive, let me know and we can let them come out. Um, we say no to really nobody, <laughs> to be honest. So that is that event there in Arizona. You can sign up at majorleagueuniversity.com. Registration is almost sold out. So we are uh, taking a few last people. So get in there as soon as you can and make sure you register, reserve your spot so that you don't miss out on this one. It's going to be awesome. And then we've got our showcase camp, which is almost sold out as well. We are blowing this thing up and um, we're super excited. 10 schools are confirmed. Potentially a couple more might be floating in here towards the next couple weeks. Uh, we're really keeping our fingers crossed and uh, we've got a ton of athletes already committed coming from all over the country. As far east as Nebraska, which is awesome to see. And, uh, that's going to be a great test, man. I'm excited for these guys to get to do something a little different, meet some of these coaches who are amazing, uh, multiple national champions. we got Central Arizona coming out there now. who's arguably the best junior college program in the country. I'm fired up for that. And then uh, other than that, Leadership Academy, Online Leadership Academy going strong. Some of you who listen, your athletes are in there. We love it. Thank you for having them a part of it. We're very blessed to work with them every week but they meet Sunday and we've been getting so much volume that we had to add another day. So Monday nights too. Ray Mac is now a part of that, which is awesome. Fires me up. Uh, we're in there Sunday evenings and Monday evenings, dominating it with some athletes from all over the world. So if your athlete is interested or if you are interested to get your athlete involved, please reach out to us via email, social media, or majorleagueuniversity.com. Fired up. I'm, I'm juiced for this. This was awesome dominated dominated that dominated the podcast and i wish we could do this seven nights a week uh but you know the reality is we're in three different time zones now and qb is grinding in the academy so uh from us to you guys we can't thank you guys enough for uh sticking with us and and the support seriously in this time has been amazing so thank you guys all i hope you guys have a blessed week uh welcome to december by the way um we're here so have a good one we'll talk to you guys soon peace peace